Hey everyone, welcome back to the Music Marketing Monday podcast. My name is Andrew Southworth, and today we're going to talk about why organic social media content matters for music artists. As you probably know, I talk a lot about how to use Facebook ads to grow on streaming platforms like Spotify or your email list and more. However, that doesn't mean you should abandon organic social media content. In fact, far from it. Skipping organic content means you're leaving a lot on the table in terms of growth, and it can actually make your ad campaigns perform worse. So in case you didn't know, this uh, podcast is also available as a newsletter. So go to musicmarketingmonday.com, and there's a bunch of clickable links and all that. You can find that in the show notes below, along with other references throughout the course of this podcast. So why social media content? Well, first of all, uh, social media has kind of become the modern day Times Square, or town square, whatever you want to call it. It's where everyone hangs out. And in the past, if you wanted to get attention, it often revolved around touring relentlessly and putting posters around, going places where people physically hang out and performing in public places. And posting social media content is not only a way to replace that, it's a way to replace that and make it more scalable. Because when you post, your post lives on more than just the one time you performed in that post. It keeps staying online and more people can see it, more people can share it, and it's you can reuse it in a myriad of other ways. So aside from all those benefits, I want to break down several ways organic social media content can help you as an artist. One, you can gain fans organically for free. Two, you can use high-performing content as ads. Three, you can make your profiles more appealing to follow. And four, you interact with your fans more. So let's walk through each one of those, because each one of them has some pretty significant benefits. So one, gaining fans for free. This is kind of the, the related to the whole idea of a town square before where you're posting. Every time you post your content, a certain amount of people see it. And the more people engage with it, the more the platform pushes it out to new people. And over time, this can add up to tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of free impressions. It is a long, slow grind if it's all you're doing. But I do have a post uh, on different ways you can use social media to your advantage, like what, what kind of posting schedules will work. So if you, this might be good to check out the newsletter edition of this, but if you go to Music Market Monday later, um, it's actually the first episode of this uh, newsletter. Now, I use a tool called Later to schedule my post, and it saves me a lot of time. And I also find it helpful to use ClickUp to plan pretty much everything in my life. So if you're, if you're struggling with social media because of scheduling posts or staying organized, those are two tools I use to improve it. And this video is not, or this uh, episode is not sponsored by those tools at all. Two, using posts as ads. This, uh, one huge part of running ads is testing ad creatives. Uh, and one tactic many artists use is posting content to social media and then poaching high-performing content for use as ads. Uh, so what you do is, let's say over the course of releasing a song, you're going to post like 40 pieces of social media content, which by the way is not that crazy. <laughs> um, that's a lot of content that you're getting performance data on. And so you don't need to run ads on every single post you create, but you're already creating all this content and you're already posting it. So why not see which one gets the most amount of views organically and which one has the best combination of views, likes, and comments, and then use that as your ad. Because uh, at the end of the day, social media ads are just social media posts being shown to more people. A great post is a great post, and it will likely perform well in ads if it performed well organically. 
Better organic content generally means better ads. If for no other reason, it gives you more practice, but it's also a testing ground for you to see what works for free. And I know several people who have used this strategy to have amazing performing ads consistently. Three is having a stickier profile. So when you run Facebook ads, they run through your Instagram and Facebook pages. And if you run TikTok ads, they run, well, they don't have to run through your TikTok pages, but they they often often do, and at least they can. <laughs> Um, but right now, face, uh, Meta Ad specifically is the best platform, from my experience, for most things. Um, and they run through your Instagram and Facebook pages. And a good amount of people will check out your social media profiles. And if they like what you see, if they if they like what they see, they may follow you. And in fact, people will look you up anywhere they hang out. Like if someone likes your song enough to, to see it in an ad and click on it and then go listen, they're probably pretty interested, right? Like there's a good amount of hoops they have to jump through to get from social media to your ad. And a lot of people don't really like ads. So your song really, like if someone's going through all that, uh, there's actually a pretty good chance that they're pretty interested, which is why a lot of people will will bring up to me like, oh, I didn't realize how many YouTube subscribers I was going to get. Oh, I'm seeing people DM me on all these other platforms. Uh, I'm getting comments here and here and here. And um, people are always surprised about all, all the kind of side benefits you get from running an ad campaign just because you ran them through your profiles or whatever. Now, if your social media profiles suck, all these people probably won't follow you. <laughs> that, that's the reason why it's good to post because it makes your profile stickier. You're having all these eyeballs coming to your profile. And let's say if you post nothing, 1% of people who come to your profile follow it. But let's say if you're posting actively, maybe 10% of the people that visit your profile follow it. That's a 10x increase in followers, right? That's huge. <laughs> so if if let's say uh, you know you have a thousand people coming to your profile every month, and previously only ten of those people are following, um, all of a sudden to get it from ten to a hundred people, you've 10x your follower growth that month. Now, additionally, if you um, Keep that up over the course of a year. That's 1,200 followers instead of 120 followers. That's a pretty huge difference. Um, now, if you haven't posted in months, people have little reason to follow you because you don't post anyways. And on the flip side, having a continuous amount of new content flowing onto your profile ensures your profile is more sticky to new people that find it. So four, fan interaction. Over time, as you continue to post, your profile becomes a way to keep fans in the loop. It isn't as valuable as an email list because only 4 to 8% of your followers even see every post you do. However, the most engaged people will. Because the way it works is that when you post, Instagram or Facebook is going to show your content to a select group of your most engaged audience. Based on how they respond, they'll decide if they want to widen the pool and show it to even more of your audience. And then they keep going from there. They might even decide to show it to people who don't follow you, etc. Um, now, it works a little differently for feed versus reels versus stories versus carousel. Like, it's a little different for every platform, and it also is different for Facebook versus Instagram. But in a nutshell, that's, that's how it works. Now, gaining fans doesn't help you much if those fans don't stick around. And one great way to keep them invested is to constantly give them new reasons to care. You can't release new music every week in most cases. Some I do know some people who do release new music every week. Uh, but you can probably post several social media posts per week. 
You don't have to go on social media and post five times a day if you want to succeed. However, I would strive to post as much as you possibly can. Once per day would not be too much. Now, th this isn't an all or nothing game. Posting two times per week is much better than posting two times per month. It's much better to post twice per week for six months straight than to post every day for a month and quit for five months. And additionally, many artists will ramp ramp up posting around new releases and tours and slow down during lulls. So if you have nothing going on for a couple of months because you're in the studio, well, in my opinion, you should just you should probably be posting behind the scenes content of the studio. But if you have nothing going on, like you're you're in between tours, you're in between studio sessions, you have no new music coming out, it's expected that most artists would kind of slow down a little bit during that time period. Like maybe if you're normally posting four times a week, you're posting once a week. Uh, maybe just like throwback Thursday clips and the occasional performance videos or whatever. Um, but the expectation is when you have new songs coming out, you, as I said, you might have like 30 to 50 social media posts per song, right? Like that's, and again, you know, if you can't do that, that's fine. Just do whatever you can do. But there are people who will do 30 to 50 social media posts per song. So in a way that is like effectively the, uh, that's the professional kind of, standard or the competition you're up against or however you want to view it is that you're going to post a ton and often labels will see it that way too so if you're the kind of artist who's looking to get signed uh, if you're not posting on social media you you basically uh, have zero chance <laughs> nowadays at least from the people i've talked to um it's it seems to be it's just a huge part of it and you hear big celebrity artists uh, talking about that all the time where they're being forced to post um if you're not posting at all on social media it's like you, you know, it's not going to happen, right? Um, so yeah, that is this week's main content. Now I do have some new content that I made this week. I made a before and after video, or sorry, <laughs> I read the thumbnail instead of what the video is about. So I made a video showing five ways that I've saved failing ad campaigns for music, which includes Spotify campaigns, but also merch campaigns and email list growth campaigns. I made a uh, blog article on musicgrowthmachine.com reviewing playlist-promotion.com Spotify playlisting service. So my real results and screenshots and all that from the performance. I made a video on that last week as well. And there was some interesting news this week that I found particularly exciting. So Spotify's premium tier is going to offer lossless audio and AI playlist creation for $19.99 per month. This is from a Reddit leak. So we don't know. We have, this isn't confirmed. This is from a leak. So keep that in mind. Song Trader has purchased Bandcamp from Epic Games. Spotify launches Jam, a real-time collaborative playlist feature for up to 32 people. YouTube introduces a suite of new AI tools for creators. Live Nation gets rid of artist merch fees at its U.S. club venues. I don't know if this is going to go to all of their venues, but Live Nation taking merch cuts from artists was kind of a, a spicy topic. So it's cool to see some movement happening in that direction. And hopefully, since they're kind of the top players in the game, that kind of extends to other venues uh, across the world as well. And Spotify develops an AI-powered voice cloning tool that can translate podcasts into multiple languages using the native speaker's voice. So imagine hearing my voice speaking this podcast, except I'm speaking it in Spanish, Portuguese, Hindi, whatever, right? Because it's just using AI to clone my voice and speak it in a translated language, which is insane. <laughs> and the quote of the week we have is from Steve Jobs. I love Steve Jobs quotes. Uh, 
Remembering that you were going to die is the best way to know. Sorry, I already messed up. This is what happens when you record a podcast at 640 in the morning. <laughs> Remembering that you were going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. Steve Jobs. Anyways, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Music Marketing Monday. Hope you have a great week. Go to musicmarketingmonday.com and join 6,300, I believe, right now, and up. Music artists, managers, and labels getting actionable music marketing advice every single Monday straight to their inbox. Anyways, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye.